This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Wait, wait, wait. We're doing that Brooklyn, Nets, Brooklyn talk. Nets talk. Right here on Talking Nets. Brooklyn, we go hard. We go, go hard. Talking Nets. Talked by Keith McPherson. Yeah, yes, sir. Welcome back to Talking Nets, episode 213. Keith McPherson, my guy, Double A. Alex, how you doing today? Uh, doing all right. Uh, we'll we'll get into the three games, but uh, I'm I'm the in season tournament's growing on me. I really like it. Uh, so the what the in season tournament? What? The in-season tournament. Nah, I'm just messing with you. It. I. What did I say last time? I'm reserving judgment. Unlike some people that jump to conclusion the first night they saw it, I said I'm reserving judgment until I see this thing play out a little bit. Until I see what the actual tournament looks like and how it shakes out. I got no problem with it, honestly. Also, I. I just want to shout out Iron Eagle. That 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 call he made when Harden just threw it all the way towards him. That's why he's the goat. That's why he's the goat. He's the best. That was the yeah. most entertaining uh, part of the game. I mean, Iron Eagle <laughs> breaking that like fourth wall and just his timing. <laughs> he's the best. He's the best. I should have clipped that. Uh, shout out to people in the chat. Rahala says, "Just want to say I was first here." And it's not even close. I said, you got it. You got it. You got it. Rahala was in here at 149. Uh, put out there that the show starts at 130. Rahala was on it. Let's see. Uh, BX Rep 19. Nets are a threat to win this tourney simply because few will care more than them. That's facts. Like, it, it, it means something to me. Like, the Michigan fan, like, this should mean something to me. Like, I think the in-season tournament will definitely mean something to this group of Brooklyn Nets that have been playing with a chip on their shoulder. Uh, A.O. George says, can we talk about what happened to our best player from last year, Bridges? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, coming off of yesterday's game, we're definitely going to talk about Mikael Bridges. And I think a good way to start in the beginning is just to get a vibe check. People are already in the chat throwing in their comments, throwing in what they think. I'm going to start with an overall vibe check. And I think I kind of did that when I opened up. Like, all things considered, When you think about the Brooklyn Nets and the unknown and this cast of characters, they could be better than 500 right now, for sure. There's a couple games that they should have won early on. But all in all, when you lose three starters, when you lose, like, think about it. 
right? Ben Simmons been out the last couple games. We just got Claxton back yesterday. Claxton was uh, considered a defensive player of the year candidate. Cam Johnson got paid big money in the offseason. You lose him. Cam Thomas was putting the league on notice, was like the fourth leading scorer in the NBA through the first like five or six games. And then P.J. Tucker off his linebacker, who you've heard me talk about, just plays football out there, always getting in the way. Like, what if I told you this a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago? I think you take it. I think all things considered, you take it. Alex, what's your vibe around the Brooklyn Nets right now? Yeah, um, I see uh, Kevin saying in the chat that we can easily be 7-3. and three. Uh, Yeah, those uh, the three games that really uh, – got away from us where the Cavs, the Mavs and the Bucks games, uh, those were tough. But at the same time, again, we'll get into it. The Wizards game and the Bulls game we might have gone away with. So I would say probably six and four. Um, and I mean, the, it, it when we beat the Clippers, it, it, the vibe uh, felt sort of very similar to when we when last year KD well, we didn't know at the time, but KD played his last game, last game as a net where he uh, hurt his hurt himself against the Heat. And then at the end, Royce O'Neal hit a clutch uh, tip-in to beat the Heat. And then we were all, like, happy, like, great win. You know, we did it without KD. We came back from, I think it was, like, 10 down that game. And then I'm just like, well, KD's out for weeks and we're going to struggle. And I you can definitely see the offensive struggle without Cam Thomas and uh, defensively. And even like, I know people won't like it, but Ben Simmons, like he's a big miss. And, uh, and even then we'll, uh, and uh, Jeff just brought up actually, like I was literally the words out of my mouth that Lonnie Walker's injury. He's, he's a trooper. I, I love, I love him. He's my favorite guy off the bench. Uh, He said he's going through an injury, but he's got to play. He's got to, prove himself why he he needs the team needs him so i really appreciate that from him so i would say six and four but and the vibe is like up and down right now just because of cam thomas's injury yeah i wouldn't say there's a good vibe around the team but i think it's just a run like down the middle vibe like i think it's just a uh you know what it whatever it is what it is i hope guys get healthy i hope guys do a little bit better now um you know, Jeff mentioned Lonnie Walker. What if I told you that Lonnie Walker, what if I told you during the Western semifinals last year that Lonnie Walker the fourth would be on the Brooklyn Nets? He wouldn't even be in the rotation opening night. But then on November 13th, you'd have Brooklyn Nets fans saying this is their favorite player or their favorite player off the bench. He's hurt right now. And uh, I'll go pull um, what I saw from uh, Eric Slater. And uh, I mean, it sucks. These guys, the injury bug hitting them so early, especially in a year where um, we're supposed to be uh, not having load management and penalties for load management. There's no load managing here. These are just guys playing hard and getting hurt. It's It sucks, but it's part of all sports. It's part of the game. Obviously, it's football season right now. You see that across the NFL every week somebody's missing. But as far as Lonnie Walker goes, he's been playing with the knee injury and he's champed it out. So Eric Slater writes that Lonnie Walker said he's been playing through significant knee pain since Brooklyn's second game, and he re-aggravated it yesterday. He said, my knee has just been sore since game two and in a lot of pain. Just been playing through it for the most part. Damn near playing on one leg. Kind of just re-aggravated it a little bit, but for the most part, I'm good. Now, 
This is a guy who's going to say that, right? This is a guy who wants to play. This is a guy who said, we got a lot of dogs on this team. They're hungry, and hungry dogs are not going to stop because their knee hurts a little bit. He wants to be there. He wants to be available. He knows this team is missing. Cam Thomas is scoring. He knows this team has moving parts. Ben Simmons out and a bunch of different guys coming back in and out of the lineup as they're trying to figure out rotations and what's best for them to have success. Uh, shout out to everybody pulling up in, in the chat. We got a couple more people in here now. Um, right now, we're just doing general vibe check before we get into each three game, um, each of the three games for this episode. And I don't even care to talk too much about that Celtics game. I was watching it on my phone in and out and checking the score. I was uh, you know, out to dinner with my wife on Friday night. And once the score got out of hand, I didn't really care for that. But we'll definitely talk about James Harden and his return with the Clippers um, beating them. And we're obviously going to talk about what happened yesterday with Claxton and, and Claxton and his return and, uh, you know, Bridges putting up 27 and doing his thing there. So back to the chat we go. Shay says, really no reason for a guy like Mikhail to be shooting as many threes as he's been. He's a mid-range assassin. We have lost at least four games with comfortable leads because the amount of threes we launch. Um I mean, bro just wants to get out there and do this. <laughs> His celebration. No, honestly, I think it's an intentional thing. I think it's something that might have been spoken on with Jacques Vaughn. I know coming into the season, people talked about, oh, who's shooting the three? No KD, no Kyrie, no Joe Harris, no Patty Mills. They're going to lack three-point shooting. And we didn't at all in the beginning. But without Cam, uh, I guess you can't just rely on Royce and – and Doe to shoot every three. Uh, I don't mind Mikhail trying to find it, shoot or shoot. And a lot of people were asking him to step up. A lot of people were very critical of his start um, in the game on um, Friday against the Celtics. What do you have? 12 points? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then he had another game where he had 10 points. Yeah, against the, the Clippers, he had 10 points. So you're asking the guy to score, and he gives you a 27-point game, and we get a win. And he had big defensive plays down the stretch, stealing the ball, hitting threes. Like, I'm not going nit to nitpick at that. What do you say to that, Alex? Um, I I just – I for me, I hate the, like, shooters need to shoot uh, type of thing, especially from three. Like – he was one of 10, I'm pretty sure, at some point. And, uh, yeah, I got to agree with Joey where, you know, at some point he was he was not missing from the mid-range. So if you see that your shot's not missing from the mid-range and can't hit a three, and arguably the one three he hit when he was one of 10 was arguably the hardest shot, um, which makes no sense. Like, he needs to just trust his mid-range more. Um and then, uh, yeah, Lonnie Walker. Uh, the, the, it's getting more – the rotations are getting more annoying, to be honest. Like, And just seeing how well the Rockets are doing, they're on a six-game winning streak, just makes me more 
upset that we don't have Ime Udoka as our head coach. The guy is making the Rockets into a legit playoff team. I know it's very <laughs> early on into the season. Let's but... have that conversation because people are having that conversation right now about Jacques Vaughn and you know Joey put in there that similar to what I said. I think this is something that they um, have spoken on and it's part of the plan. Joey says. Uh, JV making us a live by the three, die by the three team in response to Mikael Bridge shooting a three. I said that's because when you when you lose some some shooters, you got to figure out who's going to be the shooters. But uh, a lot of folks now on Nets Twitter are putting out the whole Ime Udoka narrative and Jacques Vaughn, and I don't know, man. This is this is what I'll say. There, there's no way they could have brought Ime Udoka in here when we honestly heard it. Think back in your mind. The shitstorm that was going on with the Brooklyn Nets, all the nonsense. At least they moved on from Steve Nash, but they were not going to fire Steve Nash, have Kyrie doing his anti-Semitism post, and then have these these rallies outside Barclays Center, um, Jewish community members stepping up, Joe Side putting out this ridiculous thing that Kyrie had to do after the self-imposed suspension. And just say, yeah, we're going to bring in Ime Udoka, who cheated on his wife, who now his wife is doing podcasts with Young Jeezy. <laughs> I won't even go down that rabbit hole. Um, but <laughs> Ime Udoka had a terrible cloud over his name because he was supposedly sleeping with one of the Boston Celtics executives' wives. And... Um, they, they couldn't do it. So that's all I wanted to say on it. I know everybody talked, oh, we should have got Ime Udoka. There was no way they were going to do it. They couldn't have done it. They might have floated the idea and thought that because he used to be one of our guys, but it would have been a PR nightmare. Alex? Uh, I I would have I taken the hit, to be honest. The guy is a top, arguably a top three coach in the NBA. <laughs> Alex, I would have still done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like, if you – I, I get in the circumstance, but why couldn't they just wait? Like, like maybe just wait a, a few weeks. Like, what it would have hurt. Jacques Vaughn walks home from the games, and he's a former net, and he embodies the and Brooklyn he's Sean, way. And he's Sean Marks' and, friend, you know, like Sean right, Marks, Sean Marks really friends. likes him, and um, it's just they, they, like the extension. The, that's what they could have waited on, bro. They gave the, yeah, you know, Jacques Vaughn no an sense. extension. Well, I'm like, that whoa, no whoa, sense. whoa! What did you see? that locks this in don't yeah no i don't know uh, the one thing i do appreciate from jock vaughn is again he's not a bad coach but he's not the the coach that you want on a championship roster obviously this is not a championship roster but he does have a system where he wants to shoot threes which is fine i mean like as long as you hit more threes than the other team you will probably win you have uh, to shoot fast, threes in the NBA and I really like his fast break uh, points. Uh, actually, you were talking about Eric Slater. I just have a I have a stat to pull up. Nets uh, Nets fast break points before Ben Simmons's hip injury. Seven games, twenty point six per game. That's second in the NBA. And I always argue like every time the Nets are on a fast break, like before Ben Simmons, we just I, I don't know. It's like a Nets thing where we just can't get it to go. Um, and then he so he likes to play fast he likes to hit threes the one thing i don't understand is how we are not a good defensive team like this, this that was team supposed has, to be the identity yeah this is the team that has mikhail bridges who finished third in defensive player of the year 
Ben Simmons, who could have also won a defensive player of the year. Nick Claxton, who is <clears> one of the best defensive centers in the league. Dorian Finney-Smith is a great 3 and D player. Royce O'Neal is a decent 3 Royce and D O'Neal. player. I Dennis mean, Smith uh, Jr. Dennis I'll put in air quotes. Count him. Packs, yeah, sure. Cam Johnson's decent. Um, it wouldn't count he, to Cam Thomas he's, in our he's, defensive guys. But, like, but, but no, I understand hard. what you're saying. Uh, There's a lot of guys that when you look at this team, you think defense first. You think that they're like they're, – they're, this is the NBA. Not everybody plays defense. So that was supposed to be their identity. Uh, shout out to Jeff in the chat who said, ownership is all about culture. They wouldn't sign Ime. That's why I mentioned Joe Sy. I'm like, when I say shitstorm, the shitstorm was coming down on the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, and they have to tiptoe around and figure out how to do things. And, man, would it have been bold of them to say, yeah, we – and we're going to sign Ime Udoka. We don't care that he cheated on Nia Long. Bring him in here. Like, no. So Jacques Vaughn was the wholesome hire, former Brooklyn Net, who I just remember him talking about how he walks home from games and, like, people acted like that meant something. That shit has nothing to do with basketball. It has nothing to do with the team. I guess it has something to do with the culture and the vibe in Brooklyn that he's a part of the neighborhood and the community. But, like, I don't necessarily want my coach walking home from the arena either. He should have car service. Uh, all right, let's keep it rolling, man. You know, let's start backwards, right? Since we mentioned um, last night, I'll give, I'll get, or let's go actually to um, the uh, Clippers win. I'll give props to Mikael Bridges, Bridges, Iron Man. Four hundred consecutive games played. Make that four hundred two now. No matter what you say about this guy, and I just mentioned we're in this uh, year where they're trying to stop the load managing and the culture of load managing. No matter what you say about this guy, is he's available. I swear on everything. Last year, we were playing the Suns before we ever thought that this trade was going to happen where he'd be a net and KD would be a son. And they flashed his number of consecutive games played on the screen during a Brooklyn Nets game. And I thought to myself, Damn, must be nice to have a guy like that. Because when I look at the Brooklyn Nets, they have a bunch of guys that can't play for injuries, personal reasons, suspensions, COVID a couple years ago. I was like, damn, wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice to have a guy like that? And now we have him. So props to Mikael Bridges for just always playing, always being available. And uh, with that being said, we'll go to the Clippers game. The Nets defeat the Clippers 100-93. to and the Clippers roll out James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook. And uh, the Nets were down. The Nets were playing that game with Mikael Bridges, Royce O'Neal, Dorian Finney-Smith, Cam Thomas, Spencer Dinwiddie. You knew Ben Simmons was going to duck smoke. But uh, shout out to Dayron Sharp. Dayron impressed me. That might have been his best game as a Brooklyn Net. He goes for 11 points, 10 rebounds. Unfortunately, his fellow draft mate, Cam Thomas, his time got sh cut short. He played 20 minutes, had 14 points, and P.J. Tucker got in the way. And now uh, I have to show the Cam Thomas injury. Oh, nah, Cam, say it ain't so. Uh, this one hurt. This was this was like, you know, Simba in The Lion King when, when his dad got, got like, Cam, get up. So Shams put out there that Brooklyn Nets guard Cam Thomas is expected to miss two weeks with a left ankle sprain. The 22-year-old has averaged 26.9 points and 3.8 rebounds over eight games. The season sucks. Sucks. I mean, I don't know what else to say, Alex. What do you think? 
Yeah, this is the next two weeks or so is going to hurt my eyes offensively. Um, and we'll get into it with the Wizards game. Uh, but a great fight from the team against the Clippers. Uh, defensively was probably our best game. I think we only really let Paul George go off. Russell Westbrook, um, he was he was all right. Kawhi Leonard, honestly, he's a guy that usually kills us. Uh, he couldn't get it going. James Harden didn't get it going. Uh, Daron Sharp leveled his matchup uh, with Zubash. Uh, PJ Tucker didn't do anything. So I thought defensively were really good. Uh, Trenton Wofford was really solid from the bench with no Ben Simmons. He's a guy that sort of plays probably the most similar to Ben Simmons. And obviously Lonnie Walker, this guy's an absolute bucket. Um, yeah, 21 points led the team. Uh, Mikhail, obviously, like, you know, he struggled, but he did a, he did everything else. Two steals, two blocks, eight rebounds, seven assists. Uh, Royce O'Neal always grabbing the rebound. Doe, I, I, I'm starting to, re- he's starting to really grow on me. I mean, l- I mean, last year I was really happy that we got him because I really enjoyed watching him with the Mavericks, but he had a really bad uh, stint with us. But this year he's starting to go, go back to his Maverick self, like we mentioned. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Uh, I'm going to keep saying with Dinwiddie, we need to move him before the deadline, uh, get pieces. Uh, he's a good ball handler, a good guy to have, but uh, he, on an expiring deal, might as well just, you know, cut it loose. But um, but yeah, Daron Sharp, good good minutes. Uh, and I'm really happy with uh, – th- this is one of my favorite wins so far this season, uh, this one in the Heat game. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets get their first win at home. It's James Harden's return. The the block, the Brooklyn Brigade goes viral, trolling James Harden with the Daryl Morey uh, and the quitter, quitter, and a bunch of other chants that the gang had cooked up. You already knew they they weren't going to miss. So he got booed pretty much every time he touched the ball. And, uh, I mean, the Clippers didn't want to be there, in my opinion. They missed their first, like, six or seven shots in a row. And all I could think about with the Clippers and those group of guys, like, they – Harden just made his debut in the Garden. Harden at the Garden. Um, he just made his debut at the Garden a couple days before that on Monday. And the Knicks beat them 111-97. And then they stayed in New York <laughs> Monday night, Tuesday night, then rolled into Brooklyn Wednesday thinking it was sweet. And then they didn't play again until Friday. So something told me that that Wednesday night, they were one foot out the door hitting the club. And of course they were. Because uh, they didn't have to fly to Dallas that night. or They probably didn't fly to Dallas until Thursday the next morning because they didn't play until Friday night. So uh, that Clippers game was a great win at home for the fans, for the fan base, uh, against a former net. And uh, my Casamigos big shot of the night on WFAN went to Lonnie Walker. That was his highest scoring game as a Brooklyn net. And... You saw it as soon as Cam went down, he came off the bench, hit a three, and and he was just like, prepared, stay ready. The stay stay ready group, man, stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. 
Dennis Smith Jr. stepped up. Lonnie Walker, the whole bench. That's why I said Dayron with the double-double might have played his best game. Um, Thursday, or was it Thursday? It was Thursday or Wednesday. No, it was Wednesday night. That was lit. Uh, that was a good win against four future Hall of Famers. Um, it just sucks when you win a game and you lose arguably your best score, your best player. Uh, arguably your best player, definitely your best score. And uh, my bars for that game was I don't need a super team. Give me a couple dogs on the Hooper team. Let's whoop it up in the chat. Let's see in the chat. D-Rock, $5 throwing money. I continue to refrain from purchasing tickets till we renounce small ball. Playing bigger will improve our defense immensely. We're going nowhere fast. <laughs> He's saying, I'm not, I'm not showing up to watch that shit. Um, man, in the NBA, it is tough when you don't have a clear-cut guy. Like Cam was becoming a clear-cut guy that could get you a bucket. When it seemed like nothing was there, Cam could create on his own and score bridges and we'll skip really, you know, diving into the Celtics game to talk about what Bridges did last night. Bridges with these 10-point, 12-point games, that's not cutting it. So many people looked at Bridges as he's going to be the number one. He is Robin to Cam's Batman, but with no Batman now, Robin, you got to become Nightwing. And uh, Nightwing, from the wing, tried to will us to victory yesterday, and he did. And But, you know, I, I guess it's not going to be perfect right away. He's going to miss some threes. But I'm not tripping over it. We're 5-5 five and five through all of these injuries. Uh, a lot of people have gone quiet on Ben Simmons, right? I told you, Ben Simmons is a bonus. Don't, don't rely on anything from Ben Simmons. Don't, don't look at Ben Simmons like a, a core factor of this team because you're going to be disappointed when my neck, my back, my neck and my back, he's out. Whether he's hurt or whether he's ducking smoke, like don't, don't put any type of stock into what Ben 10 is going to do for the team let me see what else um take it away alex say what you got to say while i go through the chat and see who else we should bring up to the stage yeah i um i mean to that comment uh, thank you for the five dollars though um but i mean i mean what would you want to like first of all last night was nick Claxton's second game of the season back from an eight game injury i mean what would you have done when he's out like played a start day on shot play him 30 minutes no he's not He's not good enough to be a starting center. You know, you got to play when he was available. Ben Simmons as a small ball of five. You got to play DFS as a small ball of five. The problem is Sean Marks refused every year. It literally happens every year. He at the end of the season interview, he always says we need to bring grit. We need to bring size. We need to bring rebounding because we suck. Rebounding. rebounding. I know, right? It's uh, like it's uh, rebounding again. It's a consistent then, theme. And then, and then every year we go in and buy or get a free agent of no size to get rebounding to get someone that's different from Clark. Like if Harry like, Giles, I, I was about to say that Harry Giles played five minutes and I'm like he's already better than Dayron. Like because look, he brings size. Like so he he'll get some. Re like obviously Dayron Sharp is a better rebounder than Harry Giles, but Harry Giles can space the floor. He's different from Claxton. He can hit the three. This guy was the number one rated high school player back back whenever when he was a high schooler. But he obviously had some injuries. This is a definitely a Sean Marks type of signing where he loves to bring guys with a chip on their shoulder with a lot of injuries in their past. But um yeah, I I right obviously I agree with you, D Rock, where we need to play Claxton as much as possible because this guy is an absolute beast. Um 
we need to we need to extend him at the end of the season. Uh, and obviously, I someone I heard I saw like a, a Spencer. Yeah, Spencer's always a love hate relationship for me. I'm the same with him. Like this guy, he, he whenever he drives to the basket, he like I'm over his it, first bro. stint. In his first stint with the Nets, he was so good with it, and then he just does that like step, stupid like st- side step three that just never goes down. That's his signature move. <laughs> and Yo, like when and I, I gave him credit, wasn't it this the Clippers game when he didn't do much in that Clippers game? Oh, he hit a clutch three from the corner, but he did but that, hit a clutch yeah. three. Yeah, but and he only that, had was... seven points, but three out of those seven he came off the bench, and he did what we needed him to do. And we've seen him be clutch like that so many times, but like that can't be your role. That can't be what you're called on to do. I think they're just leaning on him being a veteran. I think they're leaning on him being able to, um, I don't know, man, I'm over it with Spence. It was cool. It was cute to be like, Hey, we got one of our old guys back, but now like we're moving on into the future and, and Dinwiddie bro. Like it's not a love hate relationship with him, with me. I don't love him or I hate, or hate him. I'm indifferent on him. And if you're indifferent on a guy on your team, it means it's like time to move on. Let's see. Uh, Kevin says, I've never seen an NBA player be afraid to shoot. Usually they all want that rock. Yeah, we talked about that with Ben, bro. That not that wild? Like, I, I, I use the analogy about when, when you go hoot with your friends, the worst player on the court wants to shoot the ball. The worst player on the court thinks he can get buckets. The worst player on the court is trying to put the ball in the hoop. Ben Simmons is one of the most athletically gifted, and he's got this just like you. Last week you heard me um, play what Cam Johnson was 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 saying about him that he sees the court different. I guess coming from Australia, he plays the game differently. But man, is he allergic to that rim? So I hope he he's all right. Um, I hope he's he's okay. Let's move on. Uh, you know the Boston status report. You go into that game. And I will say that the Boston court, let's see if I can pull up the Boston court. The Boston in-season tournament court was It was, was a cool. lot better than Chicago. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I was like, this, this actually is a good one. They actually did this right. I don't mind this at all. But, uh, yeah, coming into that game, um, I don't know. You're down a bunch of guys. and uh, Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I don't know what, what you, you know, I'm trying yeah, to get not the much, uh, court. There's not court. much to take away from the Celtics game. I wasn't expecting to win that game, so I'm fine with, like, obviously you're not going to win every game. So, uh, yeah, so 121-107. The one thing that bothered me a bit was that we started to play our, like, you know, players that don't usually play. In the in-season tournament, you need as many points as possible to close the gap, uh, and that sort of bothered me. Like, I don't know if you saw it. Like, obviously, I'm not a Joel Embiid fan, but I respect Joel Embiid for what he did at the end of his uh, – there. Uh, the 76ers played, I think it was – I want to say the Pistons uh, or the Hawks. They they played someone during the in-season tournament. I think I can find it, actually. Yeah, it was the Pistons. Um, and, and then it was the end of the game, three seconds left, and Embiid's calling for the ball, like, give it. 
and he shoots a three and he makes it, but it, he the ball was still in his hand, so the, it didn't count. And then the Pistons players were so upset at him because, like, well, why are you doing that? You already won. And you know that, like, on written rule, like, you shouldn't shoot when you've already won the game. Was he trying but, to get a triple-double or something? No. So so the in-season tournament, it also has point differential. So you got – so if, like, let's say you have the same record uh, with a team for he first place. He was doing that it, so it, when it, the standings reflect the point It goes into point differential. So I – I'm mad. Uh, yeah, no, th- that makes complete sense. So Jock Vaughn's like – Look, listen. Don't, don't, don't matter. Don't worry about the score. Score as many points. Try and close the gap. And I, that was the only, uh, that was my only criticism uh, of that game because fourteen points is a lot. Um, Here's the box our, score from that game. Yeah, uh, I mean, Lonnie uh, Walker leading the way with twenty. Uh, you get fourteen from Trendon Watford, bro. Shout out to him. His birthday just passed, and like he's a Long Island Nets player, but like he's getting his opportunities. Why not keep letting him get his opportunities if he's doing what he's doing? Uh, was this the right school? Yeah, this was the bo- right box yeah, score, yeah. right? Um, Cam the Johnson Harry, had Harry 11. Giles played five minutes. And uh, we did get to see Harry Giles a little bit. Armani Brooks, uh, not as effective as he was in his claim to fame game. Dennis Smith Jr., 14. I don't know. Like I said, this game I was monitoring on my phone at dinner, and I'm like, the the no, the not, one not thing beat. that I saw the one thing that I saw uh, in the first half, um, Jacques Vaughn sort of went to the play style or just like the game plan of the one that he had against the 76ers, where it's just like let someone else beat you, where we just kept doubling up uh, Jason Tatum, but he was fine. He was finding his players. Players were getting open shots, and then we stopped doing that, and then Jason Tatum just went on a crazy heat check. But then, like second half, he didn't. Uh, Jalen Brown I mean, sort of like the main guy. But like the Celtics are the best team in the league. Like, yeah, that's what like, I'm like you're like, not going to stop Jay- all those guys. I said, I said like, right away, I don't like the look of this Celtics team. Who allowed them to put these guys all together? The only, the, the only thing they don't have is probably depth. Like probably their seventh guys, like Sam Hauser or Peyton Pritchard. But I mean, and I like both of them. But you know, when you have on the floor, when you have Jason Tatum bring a ball and you double him. He's going to pass to Porzingis. He's going to pass to Jalen Brown or Derek White. They're all going to hit those shots. So it's different from the 76ers where it was sort of just like a two-man game with uh, Harden and Bede. And then you have like, you know, your Tyrese Maxey who's absolutely going off right now. I, I, I'm again, 76ers, I don't like them, but Maxey, he's an absolute baller. The guys, they knew he'd take a step yeah. forward this year and they got hardened up out of the way because there ain't enough room. Um, yeah, and we're gonna face the 76ers real soon coming up. We'll talk about that in a minute, but for time's sake, let's move on. So, uh, to hell with that Celtics game. The Celtics have beat us twice, they give us our first in season loss in the in season tournament i showed the court I, I i have respect for that court i think that's a good yeah one. that's nice um I, I hate the celtics but i think they did it right like they could have put a goofy ass uh lucky icon in it instead they just wrote out a b-o-s-t-o-n moving forward the status report comes out for the wizards matinee game sunday at three o'clock in brooklyn if you're like me i, I don't move on sunday i watch football 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 i'm a football head it is what it is so I had uh, this game literally on my phone as well, monitoring the score and just hoping they didn't blow it to the measly Wizards with the Motley crew they have over there. But Ben Simmons out, Cam Thomas out. It is what it is. You got Nick Claxton back. 
And uh, I was I was really pumped to have Nick Claxton back just because I think this is a year where he's going to really put on. And the Nets figure out how to go out there and win the game. Now, in the beginning of the game, it was slow for the Wizards. I think at one point it was like 25-9 in the beginning of the game when I was looking at the score. I'm like – Yeah, it was like 30-13, to 13, I think. I'm thinking we're, we're going to blow them out. But I'm also thinking, right, fans were saying they were calling on Bridges to score. You want him to score the ball, he's going to shoot the ball. Uh, he had 10, he had 12, but then he actually comes out, and let's put this box score up. He actually comes out and leads the way with 27. Now, I get it that you want him to be better. He shot 14 threes. He only made two. Um, but, like, you know what I always say about shooting the three? Sometimes you just need the threat of shooting the three. Right. It doesn't it doesn't always have to fall, but you make them defend it. So I know people are tripping off of that, but it is what it is. Cam Johnson gives you 14 um, off the bench. Royce O'Neal gives you 10. Spencer Dinwiddie with 12. Nick Claxton with 10. It's enough to get a win against the Washington Wizards, who obviously like nobody thinks the Wizards are going to be good. Right. Jordan Poole, Kyle Kuzma, Denny Advia. Uh, Daniel Gatford, Tyus Jones over there now. Uh, Balak Koulibaly was a nice. Balak Koulibaly was a nice pick. Uh, he, I think he led. I don't know if he led the team, but he had twenty points, hit four threes. He was a nice uh, pickup in the draft and uh, a nice piece to have. But I'm gonna be honest, this team or this game, if it was against anyone but the Wizards, we would have lost. It was awful. The only positive was Nick Claxton coming back. He was an absolute dog. Uh, did only play 27 minutes, but he still got four blocks, still got a double double. Um, I have never seen the Nets out uh, out rebound a team like this before because we obviously have our struggles rebounding the ball. But the Wizards just did not want to block uh, box out. Bully them. Yeah, like in the first quarter, it, we had like 18 rebounds. Like it was nuts. Um, uh, <laughs> I wish we didn't have to go into that. I mean, just uh, um, we don't have to mention it, just so people can yeah. see uh, that are watching. Um, and uh, you know, there was, uh, you know, I we paid Cam Johnson a hundred million, you know, to be a a really good player. There's something about Dennis Smith that, yeah, no. And also, did you see what he did at the end of the Celtics game? Like he keeps jawing at players for no reason. They like, did it with Peyton Pritchard. And that's like, his like lost. Thing. It he worked. Did, with, did, it worked did, with James Harden. Uh, yeah, it didn't work with Kyrie. Didn't. He did that with Kyrie, like in his rookie season when Kyrie was on the Celtics, and Kyrie just cooked him the next. The, the Dennis rest Smith of the game. Jr.'s got a football player in him, and I think is he from Fayetteville? Like, is that why J. Cole shouted him out? I think they might <laughs> both be from Fayetteville. I saw the little clip of him and uh, Doe talking back and forth. Those are country boys in 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 New York in Brooklyn. You've got. Uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina, and Portsmouth, Virginia on the Brooklyn Nets. They're, they're just country, man, and they, they're they dogs. They're a little different. Yeah, Dennis Smith Jr. is from Fayetteville, so uh, they're yeah. from the southern hood. And, like, I've been I've been Watch in the southern hood uh, of Jacksonville. It's different than the hoods in New York. It's, like, a different different pedigree. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, the Wizards game was brutal. Um, Mikhail Bridges was nine of 15 from two and then two of 14 from three that, I, I mean, he made some clutch defensive plays at the end, uh, hit a nice layup, uh, Cam Johnson. I, 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 I really, I really want him to do well. Cause I really, really like him. I think he's a really high IQ player, but 
he, I, I would go more. as far. I would go as far as saying that he was probably our worst player that game because he was turning over the ball unnecessarily. He got a similar contract as. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jalen Brunson. Uh, it, it's pretty similar, but at the same time. Four years, getting... 94 million. Jalen Brunson got like four years, 100 million. I mean, there's a bunch of guys getting that type of money. So I actually was. And also, also that, also the contract, I, apparently there's a bunch of incentives in it. So uh, it it's not as bad as it looks. Yeah. So um, just uh, uh, looking at back at the box score from the Wizards game, um, Dennis Smith Jr. actually hit some shots. Uh, surprisingly, I thought he was okay. Uh, Dayron Sharp was good on the glass. Uh, Lonnie Walker, we didn't play that. The, the 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 one thing that I didn't get was the rotations. Like it's like Jokvon wanted to lose this game. He played Dorian Finish Smith twenty minutes. Like I, I don't get that. I know he turned the ball for a couple times, but and then Veteran and then that at he the, trusts that he wants then, shooting the ball. Like there's reasons at, behind. At the end of the game, though, um, we were turning the ball over a couple times, and. We were bringing up the ball with Mikael Bridges and Royce O'Neal. I'm like, you have Spencer Dinny right there. He's the only point guard on the team. Like, obviously, I I just talked about Dinwiddie that we should move on with him. But when you don't have Ben Simmons or Cam Thomas, basically your two ball handlers, Spencer Dinwiddie is the Dinwiddie next has guy. To be the guy. Exactly. And then we kept turning the ball over. But uh, you know, Bridges' his handles aren't the best. But um, I really liked how we lost. Like the only positives were Nick Claxton. And um, the last five minutes or the last like three minutes of game, we were down by five. I think it was 92 to 87. And I don't think the Wizards scored uh, in the last like four minutes of the game. We, we locked up defensively. And it frustrates me. Like, why don't you just lock in for the first like half and then, you know, just the, end the game then. But, uh, you know, it, the more we forget about that game, the better uh, onto the magic. So, yeah, the Magic will play tonight. And before we look ahead, let's play uh, the one voicemail we have coming in, if this will work. Let's see. What up, Talking Nets? This is your boy Rahala on the call. So, uh, just a few things to say. Uh, one, I like how the Nets, you know, for the first 10 games, 5-5. Five and five, um, I like the results. Uh, you could make an argument could have been 8-2, and 7-3, and three, so... It's not bad. I like how this team is playing. We have injuries. Uh, we lost basically our, our best ISO scorer in Cam Thomas uh, for a few weeks and all these things and all these injuries. We didn't have Nick Claxton until last night, which, by the way, he looked really, really good. Um, now we don't have Ben Simmons who could push the tempo and stuff. So, you know what? For what it's worth, I, I, I love the positive vibes. I feel good about my team, five and five. This next week coming up, hopefully we could, you know, do a little better. Maybe go six and four, seven and three, or something like that. But yeah, I like I like how we're looking right now. Just one thing though, I know on Twitter right now everybody going crazy about all oh, doing trades and whatnot. Man, look, I think we should just sit tight, see how this team is gelling. We're looking good. 
Let's see how it goes. And if there's any trades out there that can make this team better or whatnot, for now or the future, it will be in the deadline, if, if any. So that's how I feel about it. What's your take on it? Let's go Nets. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to have a positive vibe on the Nets right now. You know, we did the uh, the vibe check to uh, start the show. And that's just honestly want to know your vibe, your thought on the team right now. Like, I don't have a positive vibe. I don't have a negative vibe. I'm saying I'm down the middle, and that fits a 500 ball club. As far as trades, man, shout out to Chris, who I met in ShopRite, Chris from Newark. We were talking about the Nets and the outlook on this season, and I think he was mentioning trading Ben Simmons because he already hurt, and he asked me what I thought about trades. I'm like, we're not there yet, but when we get there, we're in a good position, right? Because of what we did last year, what we have, draft capital, and then all of these different bodies that we have on the Nets right now, it seems like they're still figuring out rotations and whatnot. Even with the injuries, there's so many hungry dogs and guys that want to play. I'll worry about that when we get closer to the deadline. But for now, it's about figuring out the best configuration of this team with the guys that are healthy and finding ways to win. And I will say that they have found ways to win. They've been in every game. Every game was close except that game Friday with the Celtics that I barely really watched. I, I'm, it is what it is. But I know Nets fans want more, right? Nets fans online, we want a different head coach. We want different players. We want to cook up the trade machine and say what could have, should have, would have been. My message to you on this show, this episode, is all things considered, all in all, at 5-5 five and five, with the injuries that the Nets have had, I'll take it. What do you say, Alex? Yeah, we'll take it. Uh, I think uh, I would have liked six and four. It would be nice to be above six, uh, 500. But um, yeah, I mean, again, I said it last time, uh, try and get that six seed. Uh, it's going to be tough, but uh, there's some good competition in the East right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a team. It's a, it's a decent team. Uh, let's see what happens when we get Cam Thomas and Ben Simmons back because they're, be, they're two important players obviously uh and obviously we when we get all those guys back hopefully lonnie walker will be the sixth man running the running the second unit with guys like spencer dinwiddie and probably like dorian finney smith Royce he may O'Neal. need a rest that knee he may need a couple nights off to ice up rest up um but maybe on a back no rest now that you're in the season right so uh looking ahead for the brooklyn Nets, what's next for the Nets, man? All right, this magic in-season tournament tomorrow. I'm going to try and pull up. I want to see what the Nets in-season tournament court looks like. Has anybody already seen it? Maybe it's floated out there. I haven't seen it yet. Then you know the Heat are looking for revenge. When do we play the Heat ever this um, soon? Like both of the games in Miami, we played them, I think, to start the month. And we're playing them again on Thursday. They're going to be looking for revenge. We, yeah, they're on a six-game win streak, too. So they're on a... <laughs> we might get smacked because they, they're figuring it out. And they I know they're still feeling uh, that loss that they took uh, from the Nets a, a couple weeks ago. And then, you know, you heard Alex talking about him beating the Sixers. I haven't been paying close attention to them. But they're on the way Sunday. Another matinee game. Another game right in the smack middle of football season the nets do not care because it's a family vibe now now they want you to bring the kids and the family out and i will give credit to the brooklyn nets fans you could hear them in the arena sunday even though the team didn't look that great you could hear the brooklyn nets fans chanting let's go nets defense and uh brooklyn and that's how we end the show so i'm gonna say that again in a second what else anything else alex uh hopefully we go two and one in the in-season tournament 
uh, tomorrow against the Magic. Magic are a good team. Uh, they beat the Bucks, uh, and uh, in that three game stretch, I'll, uh, honestly, I'll take one win. Uh, I'll take one win. Uh, just like get get through before Simmons and Cam Thomas get back. Um, and uh, the Nets te- team, the Nets right now in terms of New York sports, somehow not the worst because the Giants are awful. <laughs> And the Jets uh, found a way to lose again as well. So New York is going to turn the, the page to basketball, and I hope that the Nets can have a winning record and keep things going. Oh, last thing. If you did not see that guy, which I don't know how you could watch the NBA or be online without seeing this, but if you did not see that guy from the Mavericks broadcast, Ether James Harden, he absolutely cooked James Harden and told the truth about the last four to five years, and he did not miss. He said, you are not the beard. You are not the system. You're the problem. He, just did, he did the mic drop at the end. He absolutely smoked James Harden. I'm like, damn, tell us how you really feel. But all right, that's it, man. Uh, we're going to keep talking Nets rolling. Shout out to Alex for helping me out this season, hosting and uh, putting together notes as we keep the conversation rolling and talking Nets, man. There is a game coming up tomorrow. I'm going to try and make it out there. I'll see you there. I don't have no seat. I have a credential, so I just... Usually join the block, Brooklyn Brigade, or or go up to the suite or walk around. Hit me up if you're going. Appreciate everybody in the chat. Hit like on your way out. Subscribe if you're not already subscribed. And I'll see you at BC Barclays Center. Let's go Nets. Let's go Nets. Brooklyn. Yeah.